What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? How y'all doing tonight? <sighs> we got a little special guest in the building. He is a fucking just a dinosaur in the ring. Like, I don't even think I would want to step in the ring and go hand-to-hand with him. Like, absolutely not. But anyways, he is a four-time Canadian national champion. He's a five-times Golden Gloves champ with exactly 90 fights. He's traveled all across Canada. For You've traveled all across Canada, right? Yeah, Pretty all much. across the world actually. I've been I've been around I've been around. I've fought in places like uh like Russia, <clears throat> like Costa Rica, Jamaica, all over the states. I've been around a little bit, man. Holy shit. That's very humbling though. That was a good introduction. Thank you. Thank oh, you. that's phenomenal. But anyways, guys, like this yeah, this man is just a fucking beast in the boxing ring. Just give it up for Jake Jones, everybody. <laughs> ow, ow. <laughs> we, need a, we need a sound bite bar so we can just be like oh, you have, have hey, the air horn yeah you have the air horn what are you doing <laughs> yeah, give, me, give me 10 seconds give me, give me a quick a quick 10 so yeah so uh jake you live in uh orangeville right no, so I live in a, a, a town called Schaumburg, which is like kind of in the middle of everywhere. Like I'm half hour away from Mississauga. I'm half hour away from Barry. I'm half hour away from Orangeville. Like I'm kind of just like right in the middle of like the 400 series is right by my house. So that's awesome, man. So like, how you been, bro? Like you've been, have you been training hard lately or what? Uh, always, man. I've, I'm always staying in, staying in pretty good shape. And I mean, not even really just for boxing nowadays. I, I've kind of taken in, uh, this over this last year that I'm like a full on addict to fitness <laughs> and even just like small things like, like running and I need to do them. <laughs> 100% man. That's fucking amazing. I was at actually one of my boys house and I was showing him a couple videos of you when you fought Dan Ryan. And I was like, bro, check this out. Cause like, he's really into boxing. And I was like, I was kind of like showing you off. Cause like, I know you're a fucking crazy boxer. And I was like, bro, check this out. And like, it's like, man, look at this guy's oh, jab, bro. This guy's got an insane jab. And I was like, bro, I'm telling you, man, this guy's a fucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing, man. That's my thing. I've been working on my jab for years. So I think I, I appreciate that man Thank absolutely you. bro you got 90 fights exactly right yeah yeah 90 on the dot oh, man i want to know bro so like when did you start boxing exactly that's like- crazy so i i was in the gym I, I was six years old when i was in the gym so i actually come from a bit of a boxing family my um my brother used to box my older brother used to box he's five years my elder so i was just watching him uh and kind of just glued to it and I was begging, begging his coach, like, come on, please let me in, let me in, let me in, because I was too young. But he was like, all right, when you turn six, <laughs> you can come train at the gym and do the kids' class or whatever. So I started when I was six. I had my first fight. I was 10 years old. Uh, actually, here, trailing back a little bit. So, yeah, so my brother was a boxer. My dad was a little bit of a boxer. My grandfather was actually a pro boxer, and so was his dad. So I've got, I've got, like, it in the blood uh at least that's insane bro that's fucking phenomenal man um so yeah so i had my first fight i was 10 years old and and uh just been pretty much glued to it since then and like how you so like obviously you've achieved a lot of goals right yeah yeah what would you say was like your coolest place you've traveled for like a tournament or like a fight uh well my favorite place was by far, Jamaica. Oh man, Jamaica was good. 
Yeah, that's dope as fuck. How do you? How does that work? Do you just like? Although, although the crowd uh, were threatening to kill me before the fight, what? I was like walking to the ring. I was like, I just turned nineteen years old that week. I was like fighting this like grown man in, in, in Jamaica, and like the the crowd was all like yelling at me like, "Hey, you're dead, white boy!" Like all this what? stuff. And, uh, but then after the fight, after the fight, they realized I can fight and they liked me. So, and then they gave me like, they gave me food. They gave me a shirt after. They were super, <laughs> super, super loving, loving and welcoming after. So Jamaica, Jamaica was was probably my highlight of my my most fun that I've had. Wow. Um, but I mean, it's all it's always all good. Like even all even when I travel in in Canada, I love it. Like having fun with the boys. You know, you've had a couple fights, haven't you? Yeah, I've had 15 fights, I believe. 14, 15 fights. Yeah, I, it's quite a rush in there, isn't it? Bro, honestly, man, like, I I haven't had a fight in probably two years. Like, maybe a little longer. Oh, no? Why not? I've just been sticking to, like, a little bit of a different... I don't know, man. I've been doing a lot of, like, fitness modeling and stuff, and I know how fighting is. Like, anything can happen, right? You can break a nose. You can, like, fuck up something. Right, 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 right. Hey, I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I know it's a tough sport, and and I know like, it's uh, prone for injury. That's for it's, sure. I mean, it's definitely a lot of fun. I had an amazing, like you know, you know Wade. Do you know Wade? I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, well, your anyway, coach, the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Wade. Okay, so yeah, like he obviously is an amazing coach, like phenomenal. He's the one who like drive me to actually start boxing and. I mean, I loved fighting. I loved getting in the ring. I loved going hand to hand with guys and fucking just pounding it out and shit. And like, it wasn't bad. Like, absolutely, I would do it again. But I mean, at the moment right now, considering that he's gone, he hasn't been in the boxing gym for like almost a year and a half now. I just kind of like turned different ways, and like opportunities have came my way differently other than boxing. More of like my path. Like, I do YouTube videos, like vlogging. Obviously, you know that, right? Yes, of yeah, course, man. of course. I, 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 I watch. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. <laughs> Bro, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> but no, man. So yeah, I gotta say, I watch like every other vlog. I don't watch every vlog, but yeah, you know, honesty is the best policy. You know, that's how I. Yeah, that's there you go. It's all right. It's all right. We'll, we'll make it. But we'll make it. We can still. You obviously up. know, Jake, that boxing is not fucking easy, and like you have to train your ass off to actually like. Yeah, if you're doing it, if you're doing it, you got to go all in. That's that. If you're doing it and fighting, anyways, like if you're taking it serious, you 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 can't have any any feet out the door. So I mean, if if hey, if that's your passion is uh, fitness and vlogging and all this stuff, then hey man, stick with that. That's cool too. I appreciate that, man. So like, uh, who? So like, who's gonna be your next opponent then? Like, when are you getting back in the ring? Uh, you know what? I think uh, my coach and I are deciding, looking on going pro i think going pro Ooh. is my next kind of my next thing um but i'm still just so sorry. how are you not to interrupt you but it's okay so you're a national champion but you're not pro so like i i want to understand I, i'm not like calling you out or none of that i'm just trying to understand no no so here's a, so here's a common here's a common misconception by uh the average viewer of American. Go ahead and say it American too. That works. That's totally. Uh, no, even just, just, even just everybody. So, so pro and amateur boxing are different things, right? Like amateur boxing is Olympic style boxing. Um, but pro is kind of more designed for the entertainment and stuff. But the, the thing is, is any, any Joe blow off the street actually legally can go pro and be, and consider themselves a pro boxer. 
but that doesn't make them a good boxer. Right. Um, a lot of their they're called tomato cans is what is what the term is for them, um, and they are kind of what builds good guys records like guys go in and they'll fight a bunch of bums at first to get like 10 and 0, 10 knockouts and make it look like they're these killers but really they're just fighting these tomato cans so so being amateur you want to build your your resume per se uh for pro and that is by having the most amateur experience that you can and do the best you can as an amateur I mean, there's obviously people that have, have done it a different route, but I'm just saying this is like kind of your typical picture. Right. Um, so I've so this is why I've stayed amateur so long. I'm just building my resume, getting all the experience I can. Like I said, I, I mentioned with that fighting that Jamaican guy, um, I got my experience there. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for whatever the pro world throws at me. So. Oh, you know what? I know... I know the guy you fought, bro. Because I'm mean, that's the that's the guy that I seen on that poster on your post on Instagram, right? Uh, no, no, no. That's my boy Josh. He's he's from Canada. He's a dual citizen. I oh, lived Josh, with him. Yeah, I lived okay, with him Josh for a whole year. That guy's that guy's my guy. That's my brother right there. Have you ever fought him? No, we spar all the time though. Every every okay. week, really. Okay, that, that's good training for you, man. Because that guy's a fucking killer as well. Yeah, yeah, he sure is, man. Um, so Chris, I got a question for you. Uh, you you've been doing a lot of a lot of fitness stuff. Stuff is kind of I f- I feel like you've uh, you've went up in gear a little bit these last couple of months. What's what's the deal there? You got some extra motivation? You got a little hop in your step or what? Are you talking like in terms of like posts on Instagram or what do you like? Or like you even just like your physique, man. You just look oh, like yeah. you're working harder and just kind of yeah, putting that content out there a little bit more. Yeah, I've just been trying to really focus on myself, bro. Like, I know that, you know, what I'm capable of. And I know that, you know, I work really hard at what I do. And I really focus in the gym and really focus on what I'm doing to perfect it. And I really want to get, like, really good at it. So I'm just continuously going, continuing my diet, continuing my training sessions. I train about two, three times a day. What's your What's your rest uh, like? Like, do you rest? Like, do you sleep a lot? Or do you get massages? Or, or what's your what's your rest like? So usually once a month I'll go for a deep tissue massage and oh those, nice yeah those are really good they're fucking painful as hell like I I, I want to scream at the top of my lungs as soon as I walk in there like <laughs> are you serious you also float in a sensory deprivation tank if you haven't fucking jumped on that train yet you're sleeping <laughs> I, I I haven't done it I haven't done it it's such a good time because you just like you lay in this tank for an hour or an hour and a half and like you're you're naked and the water is heated up to the temperature of your body. And you feel like you're floating. You're in 10 inches of water, but it feels like you're in 10 feet. And it's just like for a whole hour, you're just like one with yourself for like. Where of could words. I find that, dude? That dude, sounds, just Google that it. Sensory deprivation. So there's, there's a place in Toronto that does it because I've tried to get Chris to go, but he's being a bitch. And he won't. <laughs> so um, in Toronto, it's called. I mean, it's, I would imagine the city is the closest place you'd have to go. I could be wrong. Um, there's a place called Float Mississauga, Float Toronto, H2O Float Spa. Yeah, just give it a quick Google, Toronto. Okay, so okay, okay. Yeah, um, definitely get a look into that. It's super beneficial for your, for your body, nice. though. And it's like you don't your have Your muscles to, and everything? Oh, yeah, it's super beneficial because the salt water is really good, like Epsom salt. It's a 67% Epsom salt, but the water is heated up to the temperature of your body, and it makes you feel mm. amazing. And it's oh, really good post-workout, pre-workout, anything. Um, I do it every couple of months. 
it's kind of expensive. It's like paying for a massage without getting a massage because you're just laying in water and you're like, wow, this is a lot of money for this. <laughs> well, if it's just if this is if this is like if it's an experience, like you say, it's like oh, it's phenomenal. It's obviously oh, worth it's so it, right? good because you can go in there and you, your brain goes, it releases what's called theta brain waves, and it, it's like a dreamlike state. Oh, buddy! Oh my God! <laughs> Don't even trip me out. I was gonna ask you about this. Uh, do do you do you guys meditate? I don't meditate personally. I've tried it once this summer, and I haven't done it again. But I want to start doing it ritually. So so a big big change in my recent in my recent uh, routine. Uh, every day I do fifteen minutes now of of a meditation, oh, and I yeah, downloaded bro. this app on my phone of binaural beats, and I. And you put the theta wave on blast, and you try to get into that theta wave. That's the same. It's the same thing as your as your float uh, technique there. That's good for visualization and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. That's dope. That's really cool. Yeah, I've had some of the. Um, I've had really bad floats. I've had really good floats. So. Oh, I see. It's also it, it, how a float will come out is how you go into it. So, like, you don't want to be caffeinated, you don't want to be stressed out, you want to be, you want to be relaxed and chilling. Like, I've I've had floats where I'm like, okay, because you have to like shut your brain down. And if you've never done it, you, the first 20, 30 minutes of it, your brain's trying to figure out what you're trying to do. Because like, yeah. you're not necessarily sleeping. You can fall asleep and you won't drown. This like a lot of people think you can drown, but you can't. Can't. It's not possible. Um, but it's hard for your brain to figure out what you're doing. So when you first go in, it's kind of tough. But if you don't know how to just like, well, same thing with meditation, though. Yeah, your, your same, mind yeah wandered, exactly. You have to just be, you have to just be okay with it and say, okay, my mind has wandered. Now I'm going to bring it back. Yeah, and then sometimes you have to go in with it. Like I personally, I don't want to either go in and shut my brain off, or I'm going to go in there and problem solve. So it's like what you want to get out of the experience, right? And yeah, it's just super dope. Uh, both of you, I'm going to float. My birthday's coming up in a couple weeks. And usually the place that I go does half off for nice um, birthday floats, unless you remember. So I'm going to float for my birthday. How old are you turning? I'll be 21 in two weeks from today, actually. Ah, yeah. nice. 98? Yeah, I'm a 98 baby. Bro, that's right. insane, man. Uh, also 98 baby. I'm 21. When's your birthday? Did you just turn 21? Sorry? When's your birthday? Did you just turn 21? Uh, May seventh. May seventh. Oh, okay, that's insane. That's insane, bro. Like you're that young and you're fucking like this good at boxing. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. No. Thanks, man. I mean, I, I always could be farther. Always could be more behind. I just kind of take it day by day and uh, work hard. And no, you definitely. It all, it all falls into place. You definitely work hard, bro. I see it, and I've seen it in the ring, man. You definitely work hard. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. So and I, vice versa. Looks like you're. Looks like you're working too, man. I appreciate that, bro. So, like, how come I want to ask you too? Like, why do you not want to go to the Olympics before you go pro? Uh, it just, I, I'm I'm ready to start making money. I'm ready to start making money. Turn uh, ma- turn those gloves, make them a little bit smaller, so I can start just knocking everybody out. <laughs> I mean, man, not to could, sound too conceited or no, it's agreeable though. I agree, man. You could fucking not. You're a knockout artist, seriously. All right. Yeah. Thanks, man. But like, I don't know, man. Like, I I feel like because I know you're good enough. I know you could walk into the Olympics and just go pound to pound with a guy and kill him. That's the thing. Like, I feel like Pan Am Games or the Olympics would be just perfect for that gold. And then walk into a pro debut. 
Right, right. That, and that's a good, and, and your your mind's in the right spot, but uh, it's it's unfortunately a little bit more complicated than that. There's a lot of politics in amateur boxing. Right. Um, favoritism on who they send to certain tournaments and stuff. That's why Canada is not really booming with amateur boxing right now. Mm. Um, but it's not, I, I haven't turned pro yet. So it's still, it's still a choice and an availability. I'm just, I'm just not, uh, not too sure yet. I, I, plus I've been doing amateurs for a long time, right? Oh, for sure. Uh, 11 years now. Yeah. That's, that's insane, man. Have, have you fought, oh, what's this guy's name? I know he was a youth Hunter Lee. Have you fought that kid? No, I've I've done some rounds with him though before sparring. Yeah, how'd you how'd you take that? <laughs> it was it was good work. It was good work. I mean, I like him as a guy, so I, I wouldn't want to say anything. But it was good work. Nice, nice, nice. Well, that's good, man. That's how many times a day? you're out. You're out in uh, you're out in Sarnia, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? I was gonna say. So, how many times a day do you train then? Like when you're when you're up and ready in training camp, how many times a day do you train? Do you put hours in the gym? In in camp, I'm I'm kind of like you, like uh, two three day. You usually just two though, yes. usually two a days. Uh, mm-hmm. Up and up early in the morning, either running or swimming, and then like a two to three hour session at night. That's insane, bro. And like your diet, do you make up your own diet or do you have a coach? Uh you know what? That's one thing. I mean, I try to eat moderately healthy, but I just feel like because I'm so young and I work so hard, like I can get away with eating a little bit of a little bit of not good stuff all the time. Yeah. I mean, I try, I do try, I do try, but I'm I'm not going to come on here and preach saying like I'm some super health freak with diet when I'm not. I mean, if you're already like fit as it is and you already have the weight on point, what's you know, you don't really have to necessarily, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, like I like I don't know. Like I said, I try to to make me feel better for my recovery and my for my training the next day and stuff. But but I usually find a way. What about you? What's your diet like? You got that? You got that? That six pack? <laughs> so I, I appreciate that, bro. So usually, so when I'm prepping for a photo shoot as I am now, I actually started my prep yesterday. Um, I have a photo shoot November six. So usually, what I do is I go on a high protein diet. People think it's keto, but it's really not. I I lower my carbs because for my body type, my my body holds on carbs fairly easily, no matter how hard I train. I if I intake too many carbs, I'll keep it on me. So because well, you used to be overweight, didn't you say? Oh yeah, I was like two hundred and fifty pounds almost. Yeah, so you have that body where you're you're able to get big. When you're so when you're overweight, uh, pretty much your entire life, your body holds on those fat cells, so it's fairly easy to gain weight when you already were overweight. So I keep my yeah yeah, yeah so I keep my diet high. I can't believe that you're two fifty at what age? Uh when I started boxing, it was in two thousand and fifteen. So I started dropping weight about two thousand fourteen, going into two thousand and fifteen. Wow. 250 so it was boxing that that turned your life around uh, yeah it was floyd mayweather bro i started watching his videos on fucking youtube and i was like man i need to i need to train like this guy so as soon as no i seen way. yeah man <laughs> so as soon as i seen, and i've told jesse this story too previously so as soon as i seen his videos i was like bro i, I like i don't know man i just love his work ethic i i like the way he trains his attitude just it, it's just fucking turned me on into boxing so oh I, yeah he's the goat he's the goat oh, no doubt yeah man so walking into the boxing gym training like that just got me obsessed and then you just started shedding off the pounds 100 percent, man that's exactly how it happened i wish i would have stuck with martial arts man <clears throat> what's that jesse i said i wish i would have stuck with training more 
There's so yeah. many times where like, hey man, it's not too late. You can literally always do it. It's something that that, and and I mean, just fitness in general. Like, I I can't preach it enough how good it is for your mental health. Like when we started the podcast, I said I I'm just addicted to working out not even just because of boxing like it's literally just like the main source of my happiness oh yeah dude once you step into the gym and like you see those results and you're seeing like that fucking just precise look in your face and how you want to keep going it's amazing man it's a drug yeah like and and i just think doing things that you don't want to do and after they're done um it's it's some sort of high i get to like i've tried have you guys have you ever tried the cold uh cold shower therapy you ever hear yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. I used to do the ice bath and stuff. I still do one, uh, a couple times a week. I've, I've been doing the cold shower every day and it's like, it's like that in itself is like a buzz too, man. Yeah. It's a shock to your body. As soon as you're done working, you take a cold shower and you're like, fuck. And then you're like, okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're like, you're like mentally prepared to get in there. Like, yeah. Well, do you do it? Do you do it after you work out or do you do it like when you wake up in the morning I, and just try to get ready for the I day? I kind of mix it up. I mean, um, I've done it in the morning. I've done it at night. I've, I haven't done it after a workout yet. I haven't really done it for like muscle recovery reasons. I just kind of do it more for my, my mental. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Just getting used to like doing something that I don't want to do, you know? Yeah. yeah it's uh, like those suck, man. Like I remember when I took my first cold bath, I, I literally like wanted to jump out and scream like, oh, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. You just got to find comfort in the, in the uncomfort. I mean, it's a part of the, it's part of the training too, right? Like it's going to help your muscles in the long run. Right, right, right. Another question too, like what, so I know obviously like I've been in the situation too, like where I felt so unmotivated, especially when I need to keep being motivated, like prepping or, you know, going into a fight or whatever, maybe life in general. So like what, when you're in that situation, like what drives you to keep going? Like, have you been in that situation before where you just felt unmotivated? Oh, of course, man. I'm a, I'm human being as anybody else, and I'm sure everybody's felt that. I mean, I think I think the key ingredient for for myself is um, hanging around the right company. Uh, like I I was so naive to this in high school, and I really didn't want to believe it for some reason. But you really are the company that you keep. Uh, and I so just last year I was living with my coach and w- with Josh who you were talking about earlier so I was surrounded by those guys all the time so I really didn't even have a choice like I you think I wanted to wake up at five in the morning every morning and go run in the freezing cold Fuck. like no it sucks wow. <laughs> but but it's like coach is there and and his and my training partner is there so it's like I can't let anybody down so just got up and did it especially because of like how highly anticipated you are as a boxer like everybody knows you like as soon as you walk into a fucking you know any sort of match like people are like oh shit like they know who you are even in like a tournament (laughs) yeah no thanks man yeah i guess i i guess i've been in the game for for quite some time and yeah i made a bit of a name for myself like i know i remember and obviously i'll tell you the story i remember like you know obviously you know nolan evans yeah yeah yeah. i fought him yeah fought yeah him a couple times. yeah yeah you fought him so i remember um when we were in the gym or whatever we were training me and him sparred a bunch of times and i remember uh way telling him who the opponent was like jake dallas or whatever i was like who's your opponent he's like jake he's like he's a really good boxer and, like i know he was a little nervous i could tell he was nervous because he kept talking about it and talking about it and then we got into the fight and i seen the fight and that's when i first seen you fight and i had oh, nothing yeah. I- I didn't know anything about how you fought. I just knew you were really good. And I seen your skills. I seen you fight. I was like, oh, shit, this guy is fucking deadly. And then, <laughs> and then I seen you fight Dylan. 
You know Dylan Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other guy from your club. Yeah, so I seen you fight him at bronze gloves. Oh, you were there for that? I, yeah. I didn't I didn't know you were there for that. No, so I was there and I seen that and I know Dylan was the same way. And we sparred, we trained. Dylan's an amazing fighter. I've I love the kid. Like he trains extremely hard just like you and i mean i seen the fight and i was like fuck man like this guy's a fucking animal like like going to you saying it to you i was like this guy's a fucking animal like how are you supposed to stop him <laughs> yeah no thanks man yeah I, I got him with a body shot that uh, fight i think bro i uh, fuck man that's so like how so when you when you step into the ring because like i need to know this shit and like i mean if you don't want to answer it truthfully you don't have to you don't have to say it at all but like i want to like what's your strategy when you get in the ring do you fucking test these guys that you're about to fight do you strategize or do you just play your game plan do you just go in with a game plan or do you like see how they're fighting and then go in i i usually i usually go in with a, with a game plan um Fortunately, I'm pretty lucky that I'm blessed with like. Uh, I think you you have to be born with a bit of a a bit of the ability. Like, yes, you definitely need to work hard, but I mean, yes, I think you also need to be born some sort of fighter. So I can I can adjust I can adjust to to the way guys fight when I'm in there. So it's kind of both a mixture of a game plan and adjusting when I'm in there. Because like I've seen, like, your, I don't like, know. I, yeah, go ahead. I don't know if you've seen the, the Mayweather uh, McGregor fight. Did you see that? I did. Yes. So so I mean I thought like I thought I kudos to McGregor because he did a lot better than I thought. And if you see it in the fight, Mayweather switches up his style. Yes. Three times. To to find it, so he adjusts, and that's what every good boxer really does is adjusts. What's your um? What's your sta- What's your stance? Are you? Orthodox or something. I'm an Orthodox, just just yeah, just a normal left foot in front. Okay, I'm a southpaw guy myself. That's the best part. It's because like I, I don't know how many times that I'd be training. Because like I, I have a, uh, I never trained boxing particularly, but I was I was in Krav Maga. I trained Krav Maga for about four and a half five years, and then I trained Hapkido for about a year. And that was the one thing that my instructor always told me was like, hey, you're a southpaw. You have this advantage that other people don't, so use it. And then always something that just kind of stuck with me, but. Yeah, yeah, it is. But then I just kind of hang, just kind of hung it up, and you know, life goes on. I used to, I used to hate fighting southpaws. Now I'm kind of uh, now. So my training partner is a southpaw, so I'm a lot oh, more used to it. That is really good, good. Yeah. Because then you're gonna when you, once you step into the ring with someone that's a southpaw, you'll be like, oh fuck, like I know how he's gonna fight now. <laughs> right. Yes. I, yeah. Exactly. I'm used to the timing and stuff. Well, cause yeah, I've, dude, I've seen your fights. Like I know you have a YouTube and I've seen your, and plus I've seen like a couple of like, I, when I fought at Brampton cup, I seen you fight there and like, I know the oh, fucking jab, one? bro. Like, uh, this was, I think this was my last one. Like we're talking like 2017, I believe, or oh, so yeah, I don't think that was a great one for me. <laughs> okay. But still regardless, like I, I see the way you fight with that jab and you're really quick with that fucking overhand right hand. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. Is that how you, for a while? So. Is that how you throw people off? You just stick that jab every time, body head, body head. Yeah, the the jab, the jab is a pretty good, a pretty key key thing of mine. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's the most important punch, really. Oh, hundred percent. And like, would you say like you're you go a lot to the body or? Yeah, yeah, I'm a body guy for sure. <laughs> Holy fuck. If you look up, if you look up the three TKO in a row thing, uh, one of my last years of youth in the nationals, you see me landing some body shots. So you've done like a lot of that stuff, eh? Like national, like I've seen the the gear that you wear. Like it's, I think it says like Canada on the back, right? Yeah, Team Canada. Yeah. 
That's amazing, man. So have you like what's your record in that like nationally? Uh, like uh, I I'd have to check my book to be honest. I it's the when you have so many, it's kind of hard to keep track. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's amazing, bro. And no, I mean, and I, mean I also do get punched in the head, so so maybe my memory right. might not be the best compared to the next uh, sports guy. Are you fighting with no headgear then? Sometimes, um, in international events, I fight no headgear, or national events, I fight no headgear. But when I'm just fighting in Canada for like a normal fight, it, there's a headgear on there. Yeah, that's pretty sweet, man. And so- other than if I go pro, so what else do you do when, in just in general, like what else are you into other than boxing? Like what what is something that you do that you like that keeps your mind off of boxing in terms of keeping you busy or just like as a hobby? Uh, well, I've been working on my own podcast. Actually, uh, I'm going to be dropping it pretty soon. I just ha- I want to I want to have a couple a couple more recorded episodes so I can really fire them out every week. Uh, I focus on finance. I got a really good job right now. Um, just trying to grow really every day. Um, I do meditation, like I was saying. I play squash. <laughs> I oh, play nice, squash man. with my buddy sometimes. If you guys know what that is, yeah, it's super actually good sport to stay in shape. Okay. That's uh, and yeah, man, that, that's really it. Just I'm, I'm really just addicted to, to growing as, as not only a boxer, as a person too, and becoming a good man. And you know what I mean? But you are, bro. Yeah. Like you really just keep going, bro, because you fucking, you're a blessing in the sport. Oh, thanks, man. Like when you go pro, dude. When you go pro, I'm going to make sure to come to like your fights because I want to see you destroy these fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I appreciate that, dude. That's good. That's good for me. It's a win-win for both of us. And like, what's your, what's your like ultimate achievement then in boxing? Like, so going pro obviously is going to be fucking crazy, but like, what's, is that like going to be your ultimate goal? Like once you turn pro, that's like, you've made it. Well, you want to win the titles and, you know, get the, get everything with it. But I mean, I also don't want my boxing just to define me. Like I want to be doing other cool things too. Like, like, uh, for example, just like a cool podcast and getting people tuned in and you know what, man, I feel like I want to, I feel like I want to hang out with you and we do a vlog sometime. I would do it. I would love to, man. I'm super interested in in that, in that, that lifestyle. I I just, I don't know that many people that are doing it, which is odd nowadays, but I don't know that many people that are like good at it that can do it like you, you know? Oh, I appreciate that, bro. Because I remember when I went to go see Jesse, we fucking were vlogging like almost every day. <laughs> yeah, but why not, man? It's, it's If you're doing it, you got to do it, right? Oh, it's... got to uh, do it all in. It's amazing, bro. And I remember you, we were talking, like, I think last year, you were talking about, like, going to LA and, like, what kind of camera you should buy. Did you end up, like, end up getting a camera at all, or...? No, no, I ended up just, life's just been so crazy, man. Like I was living in Brampton and then I had to move back and now I'm moving on my own here in Schaumburg. Like I had a lot of crazy life stuff going on, so not really, but I think I'm more into into just doing podcasts anyways. That's good, dude. Like I think, I think you have to, you have to have a love for making videos to do that, you know, and I've never really done it. So it's kind of like, to me, making videos is like boxing. It's all or nothing. You can't. Yeah, you can't exactly, exactly, and I don't think I have that. I don't think I have that ability in me to to do it. So, and you know, Floyd, but I like having conversations with people and 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 sharing what whatever knowledge I do have. So I think a podcast would be a good outlet yeah. for me too. 
Yeah, bro. That's what a podcast is all about. Just talking, sharing your stories, just whatever goes on, you know? Yeah, like I'm a full-blown addict to them now. Like I listen to podcasts 24-7. I know. It's the same way. I was actually watching the Joe Rogan Experience episode while I was eating dinner with Dakota Meyer, the new one that just dropped right before I was on the, on the, nice. on the cast. <laughs> yeah. But I was digging through your Instagram, Jake, and I see that you are a uh, you know a little EST for life. That's a good thing. It's a good sign. You make it makes me. Oh, happy. what? Yeah, you like MGK? Yeah, love MGK. He's actually coming down. I'm probably not going to go because it's a, he's next week. will be in Florida, and um, I'm probably not going to go. He was just here, and I had to miss his concert because I because I had a fight. Ooh. I'm so upset because like I because I am a huge fan, and I he only him he during rarely uh, comes to Toronto. I saw him during his general admission tour in Pensacola. Me too. Oh, Me too. That I got the shirt was, still. Yeah, that shirt, a fucking concert was insane. Somebody got engaged on stage and they like brought no, their kids. I think for me too. I yeah. think the same thing. <laughs> it was, that show was nuts. It's just like, like making everybody uh, love each yeah, other, he, man. Like crowd, EST, man. Crowd surfed and legit, I, I like touched his leg and I was like, fuck yeah, I can, I can die happy now. But uh, <laughs> nice. what do you think of the new album, Hotel Diablo? Are you a fan? You- oh, I loved it, man. He, yeah, yeah, I'm a fan for sure. Yeah. I'm a fan of whatever he does. He's growing as an artist and as a person too. And I mean, it's not like his old stuff, but but how can you expect that when that people change? Oh, right? Jesse, yeah, exactly. Scroll down onto Jake's Instagram. I want you to look at the one video. It's from January 16th. I'm watching your. Just send it to me. Okay. Just send it. To I want me. you to watch this yeah, video, really? and then you'll have like his or the knowledge on how he fights i send you your j i'm just watching the fight right now here are three tkos and three tkos in a row bro <laughs> yo yeah that was my that was my my probably my peak year at at nationals that was a Dude, good year that for is me. fucking nuts <laughs> bro the beginning of or like the first round dude the guy throws a jab and you threw i i don't even know how he didn't go down with that right hand man Wow. <laughs> and then the second round right here. Let me see. Let me see. You throw. Oh, shit. He throws the jab. You throw. Holy shit, dude. You throw the fucking haymakers. <laughs> not playing games. Are you watching it, Jesse? Yeah. Bro, that's nuts, man. Oh, and you had Floyd as your referee, too. Oh, what? He's a, he's a, a guy from Sarnia? Floyd? No, he's from Chatham. He's in Chatham Boxer. Oh yeah, Chatham. Is that close yeah. to Sarnia? Uh yeah, Chatham's like uh, like an hour and a half I would say away. So so Chris, you got any uh food challenges or anything coming up that you're gonna that you that you're planning on? My guy, honestly, I haven't done a food challenge in a minute, but I'm planning on doing like I wanna do something after my next photo shoot, yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, definitely after the next photo shoot. Eh? Yeah, uh, I mean, how was how was that thing with with Good Life, man? Tell me about that. What's going on there? Oh, so you, did you see the video? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Nice, bro. So pretty much, uh, my boy Roy. Actually, I'll, let me see his Instagram. Roy Media. He's a cinematographer here in Sarnia. He's been doing it for fucking ever. He's thirty five years old, and he's literally just a genius at filmmaking cinematography editing like he's a fucking goddess like i i look up to the guy because i love it myself but anyway so um i met him on social media actually i met him off instagram we were talking for about six months and actually i was at starbucks one day and i was editing a video for youtube and i seen him walk around and he looked 
pretty much like looked at each other like oh shit and then he walked around we started talking and he was actually meeting up with one of the workers at good life that does like social marketing in sarnia with like whatever so anyway we started talking to her and she asked us to do a commercial for good life because he does like all the filmmaking he does all that shit he's really good at it so she's like hey do you want to be in the commercial for good life we're going to put you in the commercial and do like locally and all that stuff facebook instagram throw you in ads or whatever i was like hell yeah let's do it so we went to Good Life, shot that. It took about six, seven hours to shoot. We pretty much demoed all. Yeah, man. Really? Uh, it was a long fucking process. And we pretty much did demos with the personal trainers, did like demos of the classes. We had talks with them and all. It was a lot of fun, but it was definitely a long process. Six, seven hours for it's like, it's like, how long is a video? Like five minutes? So the video turned out to be about two minutes and 40 seconds. Um, but you got to realize, dude, like the footage, like, so the way like cinematography works is you go in there, you film a bunch of stuff, you get a bunch of B roll, which is like cinema work, like getting like the shots, like movie scenes or whatever, like good cinematography. But anyway, so you pretty much get all that shoot and then you throw it all into an editor and you pick like the best parts, throw it in, put like the scene in and it it takes, it takes a long time. Um, but no, so is, that, is it doing good? Is it doing good? Like, is it reaching out to people? Like, have you have have you got feedback on it yet? Oh fuck yeah, dude! It's on Inst- or on Facebook. It's got I think over thirty shares right now, and on Instagram, I have a lot of people that have been sharing it on their stories, so it's been popping pretty well. That's good. That's good. So, so is it on your channel then, or is it on is it on like like the Good Life or? Is so it's it on. on- yeah, yeah. So if you go on Instagram and you type in Good Life Sarnia, it's on Good Life. And same with on Facebook, if you type Good Life Fitness Sarnia, it'll be on theirs. And it's also on my page as well. Same with Roy's page. So, okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, that's cool. So, so, so do you have anything else like that lined up? Or are you just, are you just doing your own, your, you got your own content coming? So as of right now, I'm really staying focused on this photo shoot. And I know Roy, actually Roy's tomorrow, he's leaving, excuse me, he's leaving tomorrow to go to LA for two weeks to do actually a bunch of stuff with music videos and cinematography with a, beautiful. Yeah. With a couple of guys. So like, I'm really excited for him because I know he's going to do big things down there, but once he gets back, we're going to be doing a little bit of work talking about like shooting different things and stuff around here. It's going to be cool. What was what was your favorite part about LA? Oh, bro, man, there was so much shit that went on down there. But I think my favorite, I'm I'm just my, so jealous, bro. My all time favorite. So I've been to LA twice. Yeah, I've been favorite. to Vegas once. My all time favorite thing of LA, what I would have to say, is probably the hike to the Hollywood sign. Uh, oh yeah, isn't isn't it long? So. If you start, not really, man. I'm. It usually it took me about forty five minutes to an hour oh, to hike okay. from the. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, but if you were to go, like, say, me and you went one day and we went for a run, like, it wouldn't take longer than twenty minutes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, bro. So it, it's not that bad, but it was a lot of fun. I would say that's probably my favorite part going down there. Was the was going to see the the Hollywood thing? Well, bro, like, it, whenever you get the chance to go down, because like. As soon uh, as you- it's 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 coming soon. I just booked a trip to Vegas. Um, there you too. go. And I went I went there when I was when I was sixteen, but I, now I'm going at twenty one. It'll probably be a bit different. Um, yeah, so I'm going to Vegas, and and then LA will be my next one. Definitely, LA will be my next one. When you, I'm telling you right now, if you've never seen views that great, you'll fucking shit your pants. It's a good view. It's fucking crazy. Did you see any celebs out there? Um, I was. Oh, dude. Speaking of celebs, I was actually on a YouTube TV show. Oh no way! Yeah, man. So I I can tag you in it. it I was walking down Venice Beach. This is actually a pretty crazy story because I know the people that um 
wanted me to be in it. So the YouTube channel is called Awesomeness TV. And pretty much what they do is it's called Do It For The Dough. So they find you and they want you to hook up with a girl. But in, when I was there, I was with my girlfriend, which is not my ex-girlfriend. But anyway, so I went there. They pretty much had like a skit. They're like, okay, I want you to find a girl and I want you to like do this skit. And I was like, okay, but I have a girlfriend. So can I do it with her? And they're like, yeah, cool. But we'll edit it out so it looks like you just found her. So I came over here and she's like, okay, so I'm going to give you guys 50. I, I, I think I feel like I saw that actually. I feel like I watched that. Yeah, I can tag you in it if you haven't. Um, so she offered me 50 bucks and she's like, I want you to like eat this spaghetti. So we like put a massive handful of spaghetti in our mouth and just like we had to like make out at the end. And then, you know, it was, it was pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. No, that's awesome, man. 100%. And like LA is like that, right? Like the scene of LA is pretty much all like movies stuff like if you go to la you're gonna see a lot of vloggers you're gonna see a lot of people like just fucking and be on the screen for a minute i mean that's all it's about oh, right? it's, it's insane man like I, I wanted to go down there and see fucking logan paul but i didn't <laughs> oh my god it's like the vlog capital of the world i'm sure have you ever now have you ever done a a, a mukbang or a mukbang do you know what that is yeah mukbang yeah i've done one is that what the, is that how you pronounce that yeah it's a mukbang because it's it's Japanese, so I feel like it'd be like a mukbang. Like I don't know, yeah, I don't know yeah. why mukbang. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I did actually. I did one when I was in the states a few months back. I did one at Sonic. You heard of that restaurant? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I did one there. It's a big one in the states. Yeah, it was it was fun. I mean, I, I don't know if I would like. It's cool. It's you want to you want to chat it up. You want to so pretty much well, the reason the reason why why I asked is because um, it's one that I've been debating on doing because uh, you remember the show Drake and Josh yeah 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 so Josh Peck the, the the big kid on the show he's now like in shape and he's this you know L A star or whatever and he was talking about his mukbang or mukbangs or however you pronounce it and he said he gets he gets um feedback on it from from his fans and they're saying like hey thanks so much for doing that mukbang like i'm i i I usually eat lunch alone so it feels like i'm like with you while i'm eating and watching your mukbang you know what i mean so like i feel like if i could be like an outlet for somebody to be like feel like they're included in some way i know it's like so messed (laughs) up but we do live in a society nowadays where like everybody the majority of people eat alone. People, a lot more people live alone. A lot of people are alone a lot more. So, so if that's what you got to do to to feel like accompanied while eating, and if I could help, then I I was just curious because I th- I think that's a cool idea. I mean, it is like um. Yeah, it is cool. Like I know personally for me, you guys might f- find this like weird. Like, but I like to sometimes sit down, eat dinner, and then watch the Hodge twins eat. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of the same it's kind of the same idea. Like you know you know who the Hodge twins are? You ever watch them? They're are they the art twins? No. So they're like uh they're bodybuilders, but they're twins. Oh I lied, I lied. I don't know. Yeah. But then no, anyway, like it's cool, man. It's like it's like whatever. Like they're funny and like it's just it's something to watch. Yes, yeah, while you're eating, right? Instead of just eating there alone, like but anyways, to answer your question, yeah, I've tried a mukbang a couple times. Wait, what is a mukbang? 
Did we explain that? I missed it. What is the mukbang or whatever you're talking about that you keep saying? What is it? It's uh, so pretty much you just you you don't have to film yourself, but I did it. You just sit in front of a camera and you have somebody beside you and you're eating food and talking. It's just like like imagine like your camera, the camera is like somebody and they're just like sitting there watching you eat and talk. I guess. <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, oh I, I think the original mukbangs were supposed to be you eat a lot of food. Do you remember when we were in Miami, we went to that sushi restaurant, and that girl at the table next to us was just like on Instagram Live while she was eating dinner? Is that what you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I guess well, that, that would be a form. form. It would be a form of a, of a mukbang. How do you spell that? <laughs> M-U-K-B-A-N-G. So if it's, if it's B-A-N-G, how is it bong? Because I think it's just like... There's a bunch of different spellings for it, actually. Yeah, it's like pronounced bong, like mukbang. Because it originated in Japan, I think. I think Japan. But Japan's ahead of us, man. They, they know. They, they were doing this way oh, back. They started in South Korea in 2010. I just Googled it. Nice. You know, you know what else they're, they're doing in Japan that I, that I seriously consider doing here? What's up? Um, so we live in now a society that's very – technology that we're we're very high in technology so we're looking at our phones a lot and like i was saying earlier we're alone a lot so we're losing um human interaction we're, we're barely getting any human interaction anymore and and because of that depression rates are at an all-time high everybody's everybody's upset suicide rates are at an all-time high so what they're doing in Japan, which I literally, I seriously was taking a consideration of this, as they sell and and nothing sexual here. Okay, they sell eye contact and cuddling, cuddling sessions. Wait, really? Yeah, there's a guy. Uh, <laughs> Just strictly cuddling sessions. You can pay for a guy to come over, so and, and either he makes you cry or he cries for you. And like, is that like some sort of? But I, I couldn't, I couldn't cry on command. But is that like some sort of fetish? I don't understand that. No, it's <laughs> okay. The crying thing, I don't know. But but <laughs> but think about it, because we, we we don't we don't look at each other enough, man. It's, a, it's we seriously release endorphins when we look at each other and hug each other and do things like that. But we're losing it. So so like they're that deprived that they have to buy so, sessions to do yeah, this. It's called, a, it's called a Japanese crying <laughs> session. So basically you have somebody come over. It's a guy. If, if you're a girl, you get a guy or whatever. And you basically just like cry with each other. <laughs> what a bunch of fucking weirdos. That is so- <laughs> and there's these guys that are like, Hey man, hey, that's the direction we're headed. Yeah, in. basically these guys can like cry almost on command and like wow. just be emotional with this woman for money. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, and, and and totally super irrelevant and random. I apologize for bringing that up, but I just just a quick idea that came to my mind. Man, that is bizarre. I've never even like I've never even would have thought of that. Right. Um. So you went to Vegas too. Yeah, I went to Vegas uh, back when I was 15. Oh, yeah, I was 16 when I went. Yeah, so it was like, uh, it was definitely like, I don't know, I, I couldn't really f- experience the entire thing because you can't go into um, casinos or anything like that, but it was cool to see the lights and stuff. I, I see, I lucked out because I have an older brother that's five years older than me. And I went when I was 16, and, and him and I look like pretty alike. 
So I got to go and I, I gambled for the first time there. I won a hundred bucks. Nice. Me? I, I <laughs> went to I, I went to a, I went to a strip club there. I was like, <laughs> um, and and the best thing was, uh, so I was I was there on a boxing trip, and my coach at the time was just hilarious, right? Just the funniest guy. And it was around the same time that the D's Nuts guy came out. You remember him? Uh, yeah. Um, and so my coach just loved that joke. Oh, yeah. And we were there for the Floyd Mayweather Manny Pacquiao fight. That was, that was what we were kind of going for. Uh-huh. And we were there training and stuff. But uh, the, 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 the big fight was going on, the biggest fight in history. Nice. So so my coach is going on, D's Nuts, D's Nuts, like way overdoing the joke. But, but anyways, um, so so he, my coach takes us to the weigh-in, which was like a big deal, the weigh-in for the fight. And we're seeing all these celebs there. And what do you know? We see the D's nuts guy wow. <laughs> at the MGM Grand, at the weigh-ins. And my coach takes a selfie with him. And the guy's like, hey, man, you got to pay me five bucks for that. And, and my coach is like, for what? Because <laughs> yeah. you're not talented. You're yeah. ugly, man. Yeah. Like, no. For real. That's funny. Damn, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, Vegas is wild. Uh, anyways. That's crazy, bro. Are you are you going to go back to LA anytime soon? Um, I probably not, like, soon, soon. But I want to go, like, within the next year, like, 2020. I want to make a trip with, like, Roy or something and do some filmmaking down there. Or even, like, if you're in yeah. bro, if you want to come tag along, like, you're more than welcome. I am very open-minded. I mean, I have a pretty busy schedule, so I mean, we'll have to kind of cross that road when we get there. But yeah. same um, with you, Jesse. You can come as well. Bet I want to come to Canada next year. That'd be a good time. You found the Canada. You only, I need a um, passport. And I've never used it, so I need to do that. Yeah. What? So it's it's really good for filming, a eh, eh, Chris. L.A. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. There's so much to film, and there's so much to do down there. It's crazy. <sighs> So like, like when I went I when, so I, when I went down there I went on to Rodale Drive and there was a fucking um there was a store and the store I shit you not was worth I think I would say at least fucking a hundred bill like I, I don't want to exaggerate but it was over a billion dollars of jewelry in the store. Okay. So we went but I didn't even want to go in the store because like I, I felt like I would get kicked out walking in the store. Right, um, right. But I anyway, I think the same way. Yeah, so it it was just like Rodeo have you heard of Rodeo Drive? Yeah. Yeah, so like the the street itself is probably worth like 100 like so many fucking millions of dollars. It's absolutely insane. But there's so many crazy high-end shops like Saint Laurent, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, like just shops that you wouldn't even think of. And it's just, it's, it's a cool experience. Like you can do a lot of window shopping, obviously. Um, there's bodyguards oh, in pretty much every store you go into. Um, did, did you guys experience the nightlife at all? Like, did you go out partying? So we didn't do much of the partying. No, we just, we did experience like nightlife, like walking along the beach at night, but not like partying nightlife. D- didn't you find that with Vegas though? You actually needed less sleep. Well, Vegas, I went when I was 15. So like, I didn't really understand the entire thing. Like we only, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we only went for a couple, like when I knew, okay. So when I booked the flight going to LA, I, I was like, so I was like, okay, I'm actually going to LA again. Like, I, I can't believe this. Like I can, you know, this is amazing. So I went to LA and like, just, I was just shitting myself the entire time. Cause I was like, damn, I'm actually here. <laughs> 
Yeah, in the land of the greats. Well, because like in the within the next like five to ten years, like I'm gonna give myself ten years. I want to move there. I want to live there and like be able to you know live my dream doing like what I do. So yeah, you should definitely go go check it out some more. Do you, do you, do you believe in like visualization and like law of attraction? Hundred percent, absolutely. I believe if you manifest things and you you know the universe is gonna throw you into a place that you really believe in, as long as you work hard and you really keep on moving forward. Oh yeah, law of attraction is real. Yeah, I I I I agree. I definitely try to use it as much as i can you know what man even like so like boxing obviously is that like going to be something that you're going to have a career in like for the rest of your life do you think or until you retire i, I should say well yeah that, that's the thing with boxing is you can only do it for so long right so i'm gonna have to find something after eventually yeah but I, but it's definitely a good good i'm in a good spot right now let's just say oh i i agree man i see your shit and you're doing really good i would just say just keep going man like do what you got to do because you're fucking you're a king at the sport and you're obviously you're you're winning man so just keep going keep moving forward bro uh thanks brother thank you absolutely is there anything else that you wanted to kind of like touch up on or ask anybody ask anyone questions or if you wanted to say anything oh man just uh everybody like uh Every I I just would just like to say one more time: if you don't do exercise, I really recommend to do exercise, and that one small thing will make you so much happier. I promise. One little thing too: where I want to know right now, so I know you you want to go pro. Where do you where do you want to be in the next five years? Canadian champ, <laughs> probably. How many fights would I have in five years? Um something like in tw- in in my 20s and you know, you know and then and, and and starting to look at some 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 good some big fights how many fights a year do you usually have as an amateur it really fluctuates cuz okay. when i was when i was a kid i kind of grew up like i hit puberty young so i was like bigger than a lot of kids so it was kind of hard to find a fight uh, but then like last year i was fighting twice a weekend every weekend for a bit so it really it really varies it's hard hard to say it really as much as you want though okay that's good man and like i can see you fighting canelo oh yeah baby let's go (laughs) (laughs) dude canelo like what does he fight at like 150 something Uh, i i think once uh well he's he's going up to fight kovalev at a bigger weight so he, but yeah, he's a machine, man. That guy's. That if you guy's think, it. if you think you trained hard enough in the next five years, do you think you actually could beat him? Yeah, anybody can do anything, man. I mean, yeah, it would take a lot of. It would take a lot of like a little bit of luck, a little bit of. I think you can do it. Hanging around the right people, a little bit of doing the right thing. It's, it's a mixture of things. You go into a national boxing ring, dude, and you fight these guys that have been fighting for fucking years and you walk all over them. Like, I, I have no doubt in my mind that you can walk into a pro debut and beat the shit out of Canelo. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. I, I, I appreciate that a lot, Absolutely, man. man absolutely. So, But, but yeah, I've, I've had fun. Uh, I've had fun chopping it up with you boys, man. Absolutely, bro. It was honestly an honor. If, if you want to shout out your Instagram or any tags that you want people to follow you on, you know, your so time yeah, no, just, time. just probably my, my, my best one is probably my Instagram. Hit me up, uh, Jake Dao eight, four, four, six. So that's J A K E D A O U S T eight, four, four, six. Follow me up. Is there anything else you wanted to say, Jesse? 
Jesse, did you want to say anything? Um, no, man. It's always a good time. You know, you're our first actual guest. It's been super dope to have you. Um, oh, thanks, you know, man. It was a good time. It's nice to get to know you. For somebody I've never met before, it was a pretty interesting conversation to have. Um, but yeah, no, for sure. I followed you on the gram. Uh, if you do any more shameless plugs, you can follow my Instagram, uh, at jganphotos for my photography. And as always, Chris, uh, you, Yo, can, you can relax about this. It's my at- time to shine. <laughs> Jesse, you've already had your time to shine. Get out of here. Okay. So anyway, so you guys can follow me on Instagram at cj.abate, A-B-A-T-E. And also make sure to subscribe to my YouTube, baby, because that shit's only going to get bigger and bigger. Just my name, Chris Abate. And then, you know, I don't, I don't really post too much on Snapchat, but I mean, I try just like Instagram daily you know you know whatever my snapchat is at kid abate so check it out baby let's go but anyways thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast peace